Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And this morning, yet another amazing guest. I don't know how we do it, but we don't do it. You do it because so many of you are kicking butt and taking names, going through the, the information and then going out and applying it and getting results. And we're happy to and excited to welcome a corporate mama who's built an online business, had success from and by focusing on connections instead of only conversions. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you this morning and where are you calling in from? I am awesome and I'm calling in from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Tulsa yep. King, the new, the new, uh, isn't there a new Stallone uh, show out called the Tulsa King? He filmed one season here and I don't think he could put up with the summer heat. So I'm not sure he's coming back, <laughs> but the show was good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, what in the heck led you there in Tulsa to us here on the internet? So um, I was scrolling through TikTok. Um, well, let me back up. August of, of last year, I had applied for a promotion at my job and I was passed by. Um, it was something that I had been led to. I'd been trained for. I was had my hopes up. I thought I was going to get it. And then I just got let down and I was totally devastated. So it had me questioning them knowing my value, um, working so hard towards something to not get something in return that I knew I deserved. About that same time, and I take everything as a sign, I was scrolling through TikTok and I came across a girl's video who was talking about making money online. I had seen these before. I'd probably signed up for people's emails before, but I decided to click on hers and join the challenge. So that was about December of last year. Wow. So, um, so uh, you were probably skeptical. You were what? How did you feel initially? Very skeptical. But I thought, you know, it's $7. What, what am I going to be out if I don't, if this isn't interesting to me? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, yeah, I, at first I was skeptical, but I just kind of jumped in. And day three of the challenge, I was fully in. I was ready to go. Um, you know, I see that you've also enrolled in um, our, our flagship program. I mean, you've invested more than just $7 into yourself. Mm -hmm. So you've become fully bought in and have become serious about this. What changed for you as you were going through the challenge? I mean, what happened on day three or what, what did you discover or realize that uh, fully converted you to say, Hey, I'm all in here. Yeah. So this is going to be what gets me out of my corporate job. And I had to take that initial investment knowing that it's a business decision. Um, it's not just something else that I'm going to do and throw to the side. This is, this is it. Like this is going to get me my freedom back. Um, this is going to be what replaces my income so that I don't have to go to that corporate job every day. So um, I actually saw Christy Child's Wake Up Legendary interview. And that's what was like, okay, she's a corporate mom. She's in kind of the same situation. She wanted out of her job and she did it. So that was really inspiring for me. So at that point I was like, I'm all in. Talk to mm -hmm. my husband a little bit about it. Um, he was supportive and, and I, I hit the button. <laughs> yeah. Was it helpful? Some of the conversations that we have here on Wake Up Legendary, similar to this one where we're addressing the real life issues instead of just glamorizing everything as if it's all going to be easy and perfect and you'll be rich overnight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100 percent. And I encourage people to watch these because they are truly inspiring. You get lots of good information from people just like you and I. Um, and it's inspiring. It's inspiring to hear people's story and see people's success. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And hear about the challenges that they go through. So you realize that you're not the only one who, who's you know experiencing that when we're there, whether you're in Tulsa or here in you know St. Petersburg, Florida, or whether you're anywhere else around the world, you can feel isolated and alone and like you're the only one who's having that issue in that moment. And there must be something wrong with you. And maybe even that's a sign that you can or shouldn't do it. And it it's, it's helpful. How have you found 
um, support and how have you um, found additional motivation? There's obviously that desire to get out of um, the corporate job. That's a big goal um, off in the distance. Uh, what else is keeping you motivated or how else are you finding the support that you've that you that you need or want? in order to be, um, you know, continue to stay all in? Have, have you, has it helped about talking with your husband? Has it helped in finding certain friends here in the community that you've linked up with? Talk to us a little bit about how you've built, um, you know, that support wall around yourself. Yeah. Um, my husband's super supportive. You know, he was a little bit skeptical at first, um, of course, but he's super supportive, hundred percent on board. He, I mean, he signed up for a course a couple of years ago to teach him options trading. So, I mean, he's, he's been through this. So he, he understands the value of this kind of stuff. Um, so he's super supportive. My family here is super supportive. I haven't really talked much about it with anyone else, but the community, like, and that's what I say in a lot of my emails is, is the community with legendary marketer is by far none that I've ever seen. Um, I've been in an MLM. We've been there, done that. This community, the people here, the tech support that you get. I try to jump on as many of those one on or the the tech support calls that you guys have every day because I learn something new every right. single time I'm on one. So all of that that you get is 100% worth it and 100% supportive and super motivational. And there's people there that are struggling. Like you see people that are struggling on their calls and you think, you know, okay, just like you said, I've been there. I, this isn't something that it's, it's just not, it's not just me. Other right. people are struggling and there's people there that you can reach out to, to get help. So. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, sometimes we go to a call, you know, like, like a coaching call, like she's talking about, by the way, uh, she's talking about our blueprints um, support 101 really for newbies and helping you get started and helping you onboard correctly and helping you with any of your brand new or beginner friendly questions that happens at 1 p.m. every day. You can register right in your members area under register for live trainings. And then at 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, we have hot seat calls where we're dealing with, you know, traffic generation topics and, and uh, lead generation and conversion and, you know, anything else that is going on plus decade in a day. Um, but, uh, y you know, um, it's interesting and, and kind of kind of fun sometimes and funny, uh, I think, when you kind of take your problems to the table, you know, mm -hmm. and then and then you see other people's problems and you're like, you're like, man, I'm grateful for my problems today. Right. You know, I mean, it, it puts it in perspective when you have community because you're able to just see that you're another person on the journey instead of isolated and like doing it all wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm there as, as much as I possibly can be because eventually I want to help people. Like this is, this is why I'm doing this. I want to help people. Yeah. So if there's somebody in my, my group that is having an issue with something, I want to be able to answer questions. So learning and just getting all of that knowledge from Drew and Ryan is worth it, 100%. So let's talk a little bit about focusing on conversations and you're focusing on connection over conversions. First of all, for those who are listening in um, and may not even know what the heck you're talking about, what do you mean by that, first of all? And then let's get into some of the specifics of what, you know, how you've been executing on that. But what does it mean for you to be focused more on conversations rather than conversions? Yeah, so I have to sit back and think I'm doing this for somebody else. So, I mean, I'm obviously I'm building a business for myself, but there's people out there that were in my boat, that are in my boat, that are trying to get out of something that that need help. Um, so just focusing on, Hey, I have this thing, go sign up and you'll be okay. That's, that's not what I'm about. I'm more about, okay, where are you at? How can I help? I have this, if it's an option that you want to look into, um, just getting to know people and understanding really where they're coming from and their situation and what their expectations are, instead of just throwing something at them and okay, here you go. So just having those conversations and keeping that relationship going, 
that's that's what I'm that's what I'm about. I'm I'm not I can't fake it. So I can't just be like, hey, this is gonna work for you. Sign up today. I have to be like, try this out. If it doesn't work, let me know. We'll think we'll figure something else out. Like I'm I'm that person. So um talk to us about how you actually connect with people on social media. What are some of the ways that you're getting you're getting the opportunity to connect? What are the calls to actions that you're giving? And then what ultimately are you hoping that you can that you can create with people? Are you looking for a, a one on one conversation? Talk to us a little bit about the execution of that. So um, I started a Facebook group, which has been very helpful, just kind of building a community of like minded people and people that are, are starting in this. That's where I get a lot of my conversations from. I do a lot of my lives there. Um, I do some training there. Um, and then, you know, if somebody's interested on one of my reels and they pop a comment, I'll reach out to them in the DMs. I'll send them a voice message and say, hey, you know, this is me. Let me know your interest and I can show you the way. Um, mm. So direct messaging people, voice messaging people and, and Facebook group is really where I have a lot of most of my conversations. Yeah. So are you doing a lot of calls to action in your in your marketing in your content videos where you're asking or, or giving people that call to action to DM you, follow mm -hmm. you? What are some of the calls to actions that you're ending those content videos with? Um, it's a little different on different platforms like TikTok. We're still like in the dating stage. I don't know what the heck TikTok's doing with me. So, I mean, pretty much everything is follow me for more tips. The, that content is really valuable content to get people to watch my stuff and follow me. Um, Facebook is a little bit different. Facebook is, this is, this is my story. This is what I've done. If you'd like for information, shoot me a DM. So Instagram and Facebook are kind of the same, mm. the same call to action. Okay. Okay. Um, that, that make, I like how you said, I'm still figuring out what, how I'm going to interact on that platform because that, that is really <clears throat> where we, that's where that's where we want everybody to be. That's where we all need to be is exploring, taking the best practices, which are outlined in our training mm -hmm. and then applying those be best practices in a way um, that you're not, a, that you're not afraid to, that you, that you're not afraid to try new things and apply it in different ways. And so right. what that might look like, for example, is, well, you need to figure out what is the best call to action for your videos in the kind of beginning growth stage on a platform like TikTok. As she said, it's hers is follow me for more tips, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that might be a safer route to go on TikTok rather than, and it might actually create more growth. It, it might build your audience because people don't feel like you're pitching them in every video. Right. Um, the other thing that that can help you avoid on TikTok is getting people reporting your post and your content and then your account getting some sort of limitation on it. That's usually what that comes from, right, mm -hmm. is is people being annoyed by your content, feeling like it's scammy, feeling like it's and people say scam if they feel like you're just if you're if you're, you know, trying to get, you know, sell them something and it's not clear what you're selling. So that's why it's always better to give a lot of value and then mm -hmm. in your call to action give more free value for right. example follow me for more tips that's more free value um if you wanted to give a call to action to for them to click your link in your bio or up there on your profile then you would say something along the lines of um follow me for more tips and grab my free ebook in the link in my bio right something right. like that to where it's not a go get this course, right? Go buy this course, go join this thing, right? Because that's kind of pitching right off of the, and that is a, that's a, a strategy that can be effective when you're more in a place where you've built that audience, you've got those followers and you've kind of gone through that initial growth phase. Does that sound accurate? And what would you add to that, Anna, to uh, around your growth, initial kind of growth phase of, of getting off the ground, for example, on TikTok? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, most of this, especially when it comes to the content, is trial and error. I mean, there's 
there's a ton of information in the blueprints, but you really have to get out there and do something that works and then tweak it over and over and over and over again. So it's, it's trial and error. Um, so, I mean, as, as far as growing, I'm, I still consider myself in the growing stage. Facebook is what blew up for me. So I posted a reel on Facebook in April and it just took off and overnight I had, you know, 20,000 followers and that's growing by the thousands every day. Um, so whatever I did there doesn't work on TikTok. Like it's mm. all, I mean, it's all very different. Yeah. So what I try to do is be 100% authentic myself. When I get in front of the camera, I'm not going to try to push something at you. I'm not going to tell you to go sign up for some side hustle. I'm not going to tell you to do, to do this or that. If you like what I'm saying, follow me. If you want to hear more about what I'm saying, check out my ebook. You know, I mean, it's up to them at that point. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because whenever I, I actually got on a one-on-one -on -one or a, the call with Ryan on, on one of those daily calls and he looked at my, my funnel and he said, you're being too salesy. And I'm like, Ryan, I'm in outside sales. Like, that's what I do. And yeah. then he kind of really boiled it down to me. It's like, you, you just need to stop trying to sell something and just be yourself. And at that point, that's when it clicked. And I changed my funnel. I changed my content. And I stopped being the little sales girl. I started being the, okay, I'm just going to provide people value. And if they want what I have, they're going to come ask me for it. Mm -hmm. and, and why that works, my friends. Let's break down why that actually works. Sh showing people that you can help them by actually helping them. Mm -hmm. That's the marketing strategy, right? So, um and what that does when people feel like everything is not a pitch, what it does is it drastically grows your audience. Mm -hmm. People just more people watch your videos, more people follow you because they're they're just a human beings literally cannot help themselves but to follow things and like things that just do nothing but give them something for free, for add value to their lives. Human beings can't resist it, right? right? If it's entertaining or it's educational and and somebody's into it, right? They cannot resist it. And so they will, people will naturally follow you. You want to make content that's, that's valuable. And I think this is what you're alluding to, Anna. You want to make content, you want to try to have a goal to get to a place to where you can make content that's so full of edutainment, either educational or entertaining, that people actually want to save it. You know how when you're scrolling through something on Instagram and you, you, you hit that little save button and then you put it in a little save folder? I, I have that on every platform. You want content that people actually want to save because right. it's so valuable. And nobody's ever going to save a video where you're just pitching something right? Yep. Especially if you don't have a lot of followers yet, especially if you don't have a lot of authority yet, especially if you're not being very confident in your videos, right? right? So at the beginning, it, during your initial growth phase of getting your profiles off the ground, what Anna's talking about here is being yourself and just adding value, taking the pressure off yourself and the, the viewer of buying anything or doing anything. In just giving away free stuff, giving away free value in those videos, giving away free ebooks, in positioning your funnel as not a funnel to go buy something, but a place to go opt in and put your email in and in, in get your free download, right? Mm -hmm. Now, of course, on that thank you page, there's going to be an extra step, a bonus step where they can watch that video and click that link for whatever it is that you are selling. That's the strategy, right? But getting that opt-in and getting them to that place, you're positioning that strictly and solely as something additional for free that they can get. Why? Because it's literally like catnip to humans. We cannot resist getting something for free. We just can't. We cannot resist free stuff. And so as long as we're positioned, and that's why you see a lot of marketers when they're promoting their webinars and they're promoting their events and they're promoting all these things, you want to either deliver that initial thing that you're asking people to opt in for for free or you want to, if you're selling something like we do with the challenge, we initially sell that for $7. We add a lot of free bonuses in there to try to stack the value. 
Because when you're building that relationship with somebody in those early stages, right, Anna, it's got to be free. Mm-hmm. It's, you've got to be attracting people with free value instead of pitching in every video. Now, I find that interesting. You are a salesperson. Just moving on to a different topic. You yeah. said in your in your in your uh, questionnaire that we sent you and we invited you on that you have um, two degrees in psychology and business. Eighty thousand dollars later in student loans, and you literally sell toilet paper and nuts and bolts for a living. Um, do you talk about that in your content? And in, in, in can you talk about that now with us and in, in how? ironic that is and how that shifted your perspective on just life in business and education? Yeah. Um, so yes, I have two degrees, one in psychology and business admin. And I, I literally sell toilet paper and, and nuts and bolts for a living. I work for a corporation and outside sales and that's what I do. Um, you know, after high school, when you're a senior in high school and I, this was me, they push all the FAFSA papers at you. The counselor comes in and says, what are you going to do? where are you going? What's your plan? And I went to the same university that all my friends went to because, you know, it's a small town. We all wanted to get out of it and we'd rather be together having fun and partying than, than being all scattered off across the United States. So that I took that route. I stayed in college so that I didn't have to pay back my student loans. I mean, that's how sad it was because if you're still enrolled, you don't have to pay those payments. I was a single mom when I was 20 and I was still enrolled in school, I couldn't afford $600 in student loan payments. So I just went back to school and got a business degree. Well, then I took out, you know, the max and all my student loans. And by the end of everything, I had $80,000 in student loan debt. Um, I'm surprised my husband even went on a first date with me because he knew my credit score and he knew my financial situation. So we joke about that all the time. And now, you know, we're in a much better place. But that's just what I did because that's what everybody, that's what all my friends did. You, you graduate high school, you get out of the small town by going somewhere and taking out all the money that you can can while you get there. So, mm. and I, I mean, literally I don't use those degrees. I mean, I have them. Yeah. They're in my little folders. Um, I put them on a resume, but I, I didn't learn anything that I know now about, the digital world and digital business and online business in any of those courses that I took for my business degree. Nothing. It is insane because even back then, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 42 this year. So this was many years ago, but even back then the internet existed, like there had to have been some type of advertising or marketing or something online that, that we know you could have learned, but none of that. And this is just how the world is now. So having these skills, no matter what you do with them, having the skills is going to open up so many doors for you just because of the way that the world's moving. Yeah. And it's interesting. L.D. Shackleford says the phrase value has me stumped. Everyone says value post. But what do what value do I have to share in my post. I've been looking for examples and asking for examples in advance. Thank you. Well, what we're doing right now, is this valuable to you? Asking you, LD, just talking and talking about our experience Mm -hmm. on a topic that you're interested in. You're clearly interested in building a business, being an entrepreneur, making money online, right, LD? And that's what we're talking about right here. And Anna is sharing her experience of her journey, right? Everybody listen to this right now because LD's asking the question that everybody needs to know the answer to. What is value? Don't overcomplicate this, my friends. Is what we're talking about to you all, 403 of you on this thing right now, Anna and I are just talking. We're just talking about her experience. Is this valuable? You wouldn't be here if it wasn't valuable, my friends. So we're providing, we're demonstrating over 700 episodes here of Wake Up Legendary where I've done an interview with a student. Is it value? Is it valuable? Yeah, that's why there's 403 of you on right now. But what's valuable? We're just talking. It's relevant to what you're interested in doing. 
if we were talking about animals or if we were talking about, you know, if we were talking about construction or if we were talking about selling nuts and bolts for a corporation, that wouldn't be valuable, right? So there's a couple of things that create value. Number one, relevancy. It's got to be something that you're interested in. So talk about stuff that your audience is interested in. Number two, just share your dad gum experience for Christmas sakes. Yep. It's valuable. Even Something out there is going to resonate with it. Right? And, and, and so talk to us about, Anna, how you've seen your experience as more valuable and how you've developed more confidence in order to be able to share that online. So it, and I was, that's a great point. It has to do with your confidence. If you're not confident about what you're talking to people about, you're not going to be able to get on there and comfortably make a video because your content should be real enough as if you were having a conversation with somebody sitting right in front of you. They were asking you questions and you're giving them, them answers about what you're, you're promoting, what you're marketing, whatever. That's how comfortable you should be in your content and your content. And if you're not confident enough to talk about whatever it is, get to that point. And the only way that you're going to get to that point is if you, you learn, if you learn the skills, if you do the training, you know, tell your story over and over again, somebody's going to resonate with that. Somebody's going to be flipping through and think, Oh, wait a second. This sounds really familiar. I'm going to stop and listen to this gal or, or guy. But the confidence is huge. And I learned this whenever I started in outside sales, because when I first started making cold calls, I was a bumbling idiot. Like I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know, how to, you know, I was Chris Farley and, and Tommy boy. As soon as they said, no, okay, see you later. That was me because I didn't have confidence to like, you know, get back in there. If you have that confidence and build those skills, it's going to be so much easier to go out there and talk to people about it. And that's where you're going to create value. And somebody said that their father just passed away. I'm sorry for your loss, whoever that is. Um, but uh, Mike also said, LD, you asked a question and Dave took the time to answer that question that was important to you. That's value. Mm -hmm. And so there's also ways to stack value, right? So what I just did was an example of stacking value, actually taking a question from the audience, the live audience here on our live. I took a question. So now I'm adding even more value just to the whole experience because I'm in it. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the audience and getting them involved, right? I'm answering people's specific questions. I'm even now it's kind of a dynamic thing because I've got you here too. And I'm, we're getting your experience. So we're stacking value in this moment. You also stack value by doing it consistently. One of the reasons why people say be consistent is because when human beings can can rely and 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 they know that something's happening for example they know that jerry springer rest in peace is going to be on at three o'clock every day it may be trash tv but it's valuable to them because it's bringing entertainment and it's reliable it's on every single day at the same time Thank, i used to use oprah as an example oprah built her business and built her fame and her brand because she was on TV every day at the same time. She was interviewing people. She would get the audience involved. Exactly what we're doing right here. Every TV show, Late Night with David Letterman and all these other ones, they add value because A, they've got a format. They're on at the same time every night. So they bring consistency and familiarity and reliability, right? And then on the show, there's entertainment and education. There's conversation. There's experience. That's what people want. That's why we say stories work. So how is it that I can just get on every single day, go live, and, and it's a marketing strategy because there's some planning behind it. There's a routine and consistency in the time. There's a format, right? Like I'm interviewing people. It, you know, We're adding value by going 30, 45, 60 minutes, which is longer form content that people are kind of that people are thirsting for right now, right? So we're stacking value. I'm taking questions. You know, it just becomes a more valuable experience the more kind of things that you can stack on, you know, okay, so you've done the fishing formula, you found your audience, so you know it's relatable. 
you know, now you're creating video, you're doing edutainment. Now you're going live, you're answering questions. So you yourself as a company and as a brand, as a marketer, create more and more value, the more things that you stack on to the experience. And I'm sure that you've experienced that too, right? At first, it was just a big deal to post your first video. Mm -hmm. Now you're probably sending emails and potentially going live, right? So you've also seen yourself stack that mm -hmm. those skills and those strategies, which end up being value to the end customer, mm -hmm. which created more, more action for you, right? More sales, right? You've seen yeah. that process happen over the last few months, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. And I started where everyone else starts. And that's what you have to remember is people are starting at ground zero. People are starting. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't know anything about this. So even if you know what you're doing or the definition of what you're doing, that's more than the person that's, that's on that's on your feet. So that right there is value. Just explaining one little tiny piece yeah. of something is providing value to them. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy how, you know, simple value can be, you know, um, value. And again, value is edutainment. It's either educational, entertaining or both. And every great piece of marketing has those elements in it, right. you know, and if it doesn't have those elements well done, well, guess what? The campaign flops mm -hmm. and you can easily find some of the worst marketing campaigns. I mean, that's the majority of marketing campaigns are floppers and then you know, the great ones are the ones that we know about. And, and isn't it true, Anna, that you've had more videos that have probably done crappy than gone crazy viral, right? Yes. Yeah. And I don't understand that, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to keep them. How do you still feel? How do you still find gratitude for those 200 viewers or those 20 viewers or those two viewers? How do you still find gratitude, motivation when that's happening and you don't have like big fireworks going off in your business that day? Hey, somebody saw it. I mean, 200 people's better than zero. I mean, there, there may be 200 people and half of those people may be interested. You never know. Like those numbers, you have to get those numbers out of your head. Mm hmm. I, I've had videos that have taken off and I've had videos that have just flopped and you just have to get those numbers out of your head and just keep pushing, keep, keep providing somebody something because eventually the right people are going to start watching and that's when it's just going to take off for you. Where are you experiencing momentum right now? Um, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Facebook. Uh, you know, I posted this, this video back in April about my daughter being interested in affiliate marketing and her actually coming to me and bringing up, Hey, you know, I found this app and if you post things, they pay you. And I'm like, sweetheart, I've been doing that since December. Like that's, that's exact, that's affiliate marketing. So I posted that experience on, on a reel and it just kind of started bombing. I mean, it just took off. So ever since then, my, my audience in Facebook has grown and that's where I put a lot of my energy and I started a Facebook group yeah. and that's really taken off. Um, so yeah, Facebook, Facebook has done it for me, which is funny because when I started this, I started on TikTok because everybody was on TikTok. Yeah. And they, the training is like, start in the platform, you know, and of course I'm hardheaded. I didn't listen to that. So I started in TikTok. Come to find out, I probably should have been working in Facebook and putting my energy in there the whole time. So, yeah, well, you know, these these platforms, we never want to get too addicted to one and we never right. want to like put one on a pedestal. We want to use social media, not let social media use us the same way in our personal life. Right. Um, you know, use social media, but but we try not to we don't want to look at that screen time. How much time we've been on that damn phone, do we? Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> but but uh, they kind of go in they kind of go in social media is weird, man. Like I've been here for 12 years and seen platforms just die, take a nosedive and then come back. And Facebook's been one of those platforms that has taken multiple nosedives, but come back. And they're in that kind of phase right now to where their reels, you know, they got a lot of money. They got tons of money. They got t the best engineers and developers in the world. They can take, plus they own Instagram, 
right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like, you know, they got embarrassed by TikTok coming mm -hmm. on the scene during COVID and just annihilating them. So, I mean, Zuckerberg, he's even going back into the jujitsu, getting physically, it's almost like he's trying to like insulted by being second or third. And they just, they, you know, so these reels are just taken off for people. They're starting to give people a lot of love. Yeah. Um, and, and because they realize that, hey, TikTok, people flock to that platform because TikTok was putting their content in front of brand new people that weren't their friends and giving people a chance to be able to. It was just a brilliant algorithm that TikTok created by having a for you page where you saw only the people who followed you or you followed mm -hmm. and the, or, or uh, vice versa. For you is for the people that, that you don't follow and just being able to see new content. And then for those creators to have their content actually really go viral, something that we could never do. Going viral was an elusive total shot in the total pot at the end of the rainbow for the majority of my career. Nobody went viral. You never would go viral. It wasn't even in your head. It wasn't even something that you were sitting here obsessing about. And now I almost feel bad for a lot of people coming in nowadays because the expectation that you all are setting on yourself is like so high. It's like, if I'm not going viral, I'm failing. And it's like, that's so far from the truth. Right. Going viral, man, is a gift. It's something that if you create a good enough piece of content, you'll go viral. It's not a luck thing, you right. know, but the majority of the business is built in those videos that have 20 to 200 views and you just you you find momentum in your business and then you build on that just like you're doing right now. And so you've got a Facebook group. You're doing mm -hmm. reels on Facebook. Of course, you're still touching TikTok and Instagram, right? Yeah. So I usually when I do reels, I, I start them in Instagram and just cross post them to Facebook. That's okay. been, I mean, that's been the easiest way it, now. And Instagram, that's that's a whole nother thing. I don't know. So what I do in Instagram doesn't nearly do as good as what I'm doing when I post it to Facebook, but that's just how I use it. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, it, it, it is what it is, what it is. And you got to, you got to, um, you got to just go where, hold on, follow Facebook link right here. Well, and what you have to realize is, is even if you start a conversation with one person, you know, that that's going to build something. So, I mean, even if you have one person that reaches out to you and says, hey, I'd like more information and you start that conversation back and forth with them, not only are you getting experience and having conversations with people about what you're doing, but that's building confidence for them in you. And, and that's that's just how you have to start. You can't think of it as I have to go viral or this is not going to work. Like one conversation at a time, one yeah. person at a time, one touch at a time. And that will bit like, that's just the mentality that you have. But if you keep that mentality, even for a long time, you will, you will, your, your, your audience will just grow tremendously. Mm -hmm. And I can attest to that because that's kind of how I think I'm not thinking in big numbers, like hundreds or thousands of people or anything like that. I'm thinking in terms of eat the individual person. I take things on a case by case basis. Like it helps to do this wake up legendary for me because it helps humanize and, and help keep, you know, all my clients. I want to be in contact with them. I want to be focused on them. It's not like this abstract idea of having a business. It's like, I like to be in the trenches. I like to be involved. I like to know who I'm dealing with. And I think that energy and that kind of intention that I have is felt and you will attract more people to you that way. The more kind of, and there's a balance, right, Anna, because you have to, you have to, you have to deliver value and be there, but you can't so overstretch yourself that you're working 24 hours a day. So how are you setting boundaries around your time and your schedule and how are you planning and managing your day? So I've always been super efficient and, and that's really helped in this business. So since I work a nine to five, I typically get up in the morning and, and you know do my morning routine and then I'll hop on and I'll answer emails. I'll answer through comments and DMs and then I'll spend a couple of hours at night um, doing the same thing. I literally have to either log out of my social medias or just put my phone down at a certain time 
and tell myself I have to walk away. Like I have to give myself that boundary. Um, otherwise I would be on the darn thing 24 yeah. seven because people are constantly needing, needing, needing. And I, I tend to get into that very responsive habit. Right. Um, and I've, I've learned that I need to, you know, kind of step back and give it that 24 hours, give it that, you know, if I don't get back to somebody in 10 minutes, it's going to be okay. Right. But you really have to set boundaries to, to be able to, to do this and not totally get sucked in and have it consume you hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree. There's always going to be something to do friends. There's exactly. always going to be someone to respond to. And quite frankly, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be waiting there ready to make your schedule for you and has an agenda for you. You have to remember that every single customer who you're delivering value to and that you want to help also has only for the most part their interest in mind, similar to how you have your interest in mind at the root of this, right? Self-preservation is the first law of nature. There's nothing wrong with wanting to wanting, wanting the best for yourself and there, there being a payoff in everything that you do. That's human nature. Mm -hmm. So remember that people are not going to just worry about your family. Your customers now as a business owner are not concerned about you getting enough sleep. Your customers and your audience are not concerned about whether you had a nutritious meal today or whether you got exercise or whether you're drinking enough water or anything like that. So there, or if, if you are going to limit your screen time, et cetera, et cetera, right? There will always be messages. There will always be things to do. There will always be funnels to tweak. There will always be videos to make. There will always, 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 always. And we can burn ourselves out mm -hmm. if we don't realize that we are now in charge of creating the guardrails, <laughs> right? Yes. Most of the time, the HR department in your company is in charge of creating the guardrails for you to make sure you don't overwork, to make sure you have time off, et cetera, et cetera. And there's other people who are involved. So what is the biggest mindset shift for you in terms of, in, this is nice because you still have your nine to five, employee mm -hmm. uh, versus entrepreneurship? Yeah. So um, I grew up in, and it never really dawned on me. My, my dad had a, we had a family restaurant all of my life. I never really considered that an entrepreneurship, but he was an entrepreneur. I mean, he had his own business. I mean, that's, that's what it's. Who was this again? Your father? My dad. Yeah. So we, we, I was raised in a family restaurant. We always had a family business. My mom always had at least two jobs. So I was kind of like in between that. Mm. Dad's an entrepreneur. My mom always worked. Sure. Um, so I never really thought, okay, I can do things on my own. I can build my own business. I never had that mindset. Never and never would I have thought that I would created an LLC and now I have a business. Hmm. It really changed for me when I met my husband because he was an entrepreneur too. He had a business, a computer business. And we just kind of like started thinking about future things and, and what we're going to do. And what's funny is he actually read Rich Dad, Poor Dad several years ago. And after he read it, that's when he signed up for his options course. And he's like, Anna, sweetheart, you need to read this book. I mm. want you to go through this course. This is what's going to make us money. I didn't read the book. I went through the first day of the course and I'm like, no, I'm not a math person. Like, this is not my thing. So he, he jokes with me now. He's like, oh, you know, I told you so. Like I, I told you, you know, you should have read that book a long time ago because it gets you thinking of how you don't have to go to a job to make money. You don't have to report to somebody to make money. And that's when everything kind of shifted for me. And I started to realize, you know, I'm not going to burn my bridges, but there's other ways out there. That, that you can make money. You can invest in yourself, put all that time into yourself, even if it's while you're working a nine to five, do it in your spare time. Yeah. Start educating yourself. Start, start looking at different ways. There's ways to do this and be able to get out of that, you know, nine to five, whatever, get that freedom back and still be able to make money. Mm. So that really getting out of that, I have to have a job mindset is what shifted things for me. Yeah. And people, people still say, you know, 
you you have to go to work like you 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 should be reporting you should you know you should be working i am working like i i work probably more than you do like who the hell are you you know like i i i do you don't you don't get it I'm, it's not that i'm not working it's just that i'm working more on myself and my future yeah. and my time freedom that i want to get back and and that's the end goal i'm working yeah. towards that end goal now yeah and i'm still working my 9 to 5 i mean don't get me wrong yeah no, clearly you're a worker. I have I have a way to to eventually get out of that now. So yeah, yeah, you you clearly got a good work ethic. Had a, had a, some good um some good context to take from from your childhood as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can relate. Um, I the older I get, the less I care about what people say. <laughs> I, I, always have to, I always have to give my two cents. I mean, even like those comments that you get or. I have to respond. And what's funny is I don't respond in a mean way because if somebody's calling you out or calling you a scam or telling you you're not working, it's only because they're uneducated in what you're doing. They yeah. don't know what you're doing. They don't understand it. And yeah. that's where they automatically think, oh, this is a scam. And that's, yeah. that's you know, that's all of us. That's human sure. nature. If, if you don't know what somebody's about, what they're doing, what they're teaching, what they're trying to sell you, of course, you're going to think it's scammy. So I, I try to have those conversations with people. And it, it's funny. A couple of them have actually DM'd me or like, okay, well, you sound, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Where do I sign up? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it turns into something. Yeah. I, I find uh, when I realized how much of communication is projection, you know, people feeling people. And what I mean by that in this example is that, over 12 years of being in a unconventional business and job personally. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm way outside of the box. I've always been way outside of the box uh, that people will see me doing what I'm doing. I'm talking about friends, family. I'm talking about people who even know me and, and of course people online. And because what I'm doing, they didn't think was possible or they didn't even know existed or in some way were, were afraid or let fear dominate them from pursuing things that they wanted to do, they'll project what they're feeling. And a lot of times what somebody is saying is what they're, what they're actually unconsciously or even consciously thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is if, if somebody has a job and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I own a business and they're screaming scam at me, I find that a lot of times they're projecting how they feel about their own life, you know, and what they're doing, almost like they know that may, maybe they're being scammed in their life. And so they're going to just project that on to others and try to try to, you know, try to cut down somebody to the level that they're feeling and that projection is really something that helps me to not take things personally uh, when I see people being nasty and, and angry and really feeling quite hurt about their own situation, which is making them want to hurt others. Right. Um, you know, and and uh, try to treat those people with compassion and try to treat those people with as much, you know, respect as as you can. But, you know, yeah, eventually you have to have boundaries. Um, I, somebody asked, uh, by the way, Tim, what's up, buddy? I saw your boat comment. I should do that. You know, I should do that. I don't know why I'm not doing more lives out on the boat. Um, probably the, at least the last couple of months because my father's been in the hot, you know, the hospital I've been dealing with that. So, um, but you know what? I like to sit at this desk and just do it. You know, I mean, it's kind of nice just to have like a routine. I'm like an old, you know, just an old grumpy man that just wants a routine and his coffee and just sit here, you know? Um, but, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, there was a question about, do you worry about your employer seeing marketing and how do you handle that? I've had the conversation. Um, so tick, my TikTok got out there and some of my coworkers, I, I, honestly, I don't know who it was. It could have been a coworker, could have been a vendor, whatever. And my boss actually approached me about it and had a conversation with me. And I just told him, you know, I have a side hustle. Like if you don't have a side hustle, you should have a side hustle. Like I have a side hustle. That's, that's pretty much what it is. And he was concerned about how I was, you know, approaching the videos and some of the things that I was saying. And I was like, 
I don't ever mention who I work for. I don't ever talk anybody down. I experienced something at the end of last year that I never thought I would experience in this company that I've been so loyal to. Yeah. And that's my story. I mean, right. sorry. And they know, I mean, I, I work with people that are, you know, almost retired in their sixties. That's not any different than me wanting to retire from this job in my forties. It's just, mm. I'm doing it a lot sooner. I love that you don't owe anybody any apologies and that you're standing firm enough in your ground that if they want to fire you for pursuing a side hustle, then you're going to turn that mess into a message as well. Yes. Yes. Because what I do in my spare time, like I said, I don't say any names. I don't call anybody out. What I'm doing in my spare time is honestly my business. And if you saw it on TikTok, that's on you. If you keep seeing it on TikTok, that's on you because that's how the algorithm works. Sorry. Maybe, maybe you're looking for a side hustle yourself and found my content, you know? Right. Um, right. So yeah, I, I, I think that that's something that we all need to think about is what, what, how is fear running my life right now? Mm -hmm. How is fear running my life right now? And we see these questions a lot in our community and, you know, they're, they're fear, you know, we're afraid, we're afraid. And hearing an answer like that, I think gives us all a lot of hope that we can be honest, that we can be ourselves. We don't have to be afraid of retaliation, you know, from people who are also afraid, you know, mm -hmm. and why would they want to retaliate? Cause they're afraid. Exactly. They're afraid, right? So all these people are afraid, you know, and, yeah. and I need to be standing when everybody is afraid. I need to not get in that afraid, you know, get in that uh, in that car with them. Right. I need to say, you know what? I see you all on this ride. I'm going to make sure you're buckled in and I'm going to just stand over here on the side. And you guys can just keep on driving in that afraid uh, journey because I can't let fear um, run my life. I, I think that's part of what freedom is all about, at least for me, is that I, I want to, um, have that same energy that you just demonstrated right there. That's an attractive energy to me. That's a, uh, Hey, I am, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. I'm old enough. I'm an adult. I'm a grown person. Mm -hmm. It's not, we're not in high school. You're not, you know, I'm not going to go to detention, we either have an agreement and if I'm not doing something that's breaking that agreement, for example, doing something that's competing with that company, competing with that business, trying to recruit employees away from that business okay. to come and work inside of another business. Like these are all the things, right. Mm -hmm. That I need to make sure that I'm not doing to cover my, butt. but besides that, this is my life. That's what I heard you say. Yep. 100%. I, I give 100% of my nine to five. I, I took today off. I mean, I, I'm not going to jump on here and, you know, I don't feel right about that. I do I give 100% at my nine to five. I hit all my quotas. I meet all my goals. You can say nothing about what I do in my spare time. Mm. Well, my Lord, now knowing that you took the day off to join <laughs> us, I'm more appreciative of your time, of your wisdom, your experience, and, you know, being willing to come back and, and share that with us. So what, what advice would you give yourself um, if, if, if uh, you know, you were, you were able to have a conversation with yourself when you first got started? Oh, there's so many things that I learned. Um, probably the, the main one is when you're getting into this business and you start seeing people's videos and you start seeing their success and you start putting yourself in that same boat as them. You really have to understand that you're starting in a, you're in a different place. Don't compare yourself to the people that are here. Work to get there. Because if you compare yourself to somebody that's already all the way up here, you're going to get deflated every time you post a video and it doesn't get thousands of views. You're going to get deflated when you look at your, your back end and you don't have any sales. You can't let those get that get to you. You have to take every small win as a win. And you have to celebrate every small win as you're going into this. So don't compare yourself to other people. I get sucked into it sometimes too still. Try not to compare yourself to other people. You just, you know, work towards your goals. Stay consistent. Show up every day. Get comfortable. Get confident. Start building relationships. And this will work out. Mm. This, this will work out. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great advice. 
Anna, I um I hope you enjoy your day off, Thank my you. friend. Okay. I'm going to by the pool for the rest of the day. Oh, I love it. I love it. And probably gonna, you know, do some some marketing out there, right? Yeah. And 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 check your do a few things from your phone, right? It's Absolutely. a beautiful thing, right? I have the whole day. I don't have to pocket it in and you know, lunch and after work. So yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome, Anna. Well, hey, enjoy that. I know I know it'll be a fun and productive day for you. Thanks for joining us Thanks and taking the day off. Like huge thank you like that that's really a, a really you know really really appreciative of that and um this was awesome tons of value great way to end the week and uh come back and see me and keep me updated on your journey okay i would love to thank you for having me all right anna see you bye all right my friends go and follow or check anna out of course facebook is facebook.com forward slash retire early with anna and then at the end, Anna Atir, A-N-N-A-A-T-I-R, okay? Retire early with Anna Atir, A-N-N-A-A-T-I-R. Of course, I put her Instagram and TikTok up there earlier as well. Um, affiliate Anna Atir. Again, Anna, A-N-N-A-A-T-I-R for those of you who may be listening on TikTok and Instagram at affiliate Anna Atir. Okay, so um, please come back and uh, refresh these 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 refresh yourself and um, listen to this these wake up legendaries. If you missed them this week, these are really an absolutely huge secret weapon that you can be using to inspire yourself. That's a huge part of this process. You must be feeling inspired. Um, you must have your mindset in a place to where you're focusing on glass half, uh, glass half full instead of glass half empty. We have to try to work on going from being a pessimist to an op optimist. We have to. Because being an entrepreneur is about finding solutions, not focusing on problems, right? And when you do find problems, not escalating them up to your manager or your boss, but actually, you know, trying to, 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 to solve those or create solutions for your audience, right? Um, and that's exactly what we do here with these core four business models at Legendary is with courses, coaching events, and doing affiliate marketing for other people's courses, and information products, we're able to deliver those solutions to people. And that's why this business is so amazing um, because we are in the solution business. We are in the education and information and knowledge business. And it's a beautiful thing from a business perspective because these products don't have the overhead and hard costs that your physical products do. Bigger profit margins, easier to deliver, and the business model just works, right? It's been being practiced in universities and encyclopedias and all this for, you know, decades, right? Generations. Um, so we're just doing it in the 2023 version. And the cool thing is the playing field has been leveled. So my friends use today and this weekend to work on getting your piece of the pie. It doesn't have to be a massive piece. You don't have to be crazily famous, right? Um, it's just about going out there and getting your slice of the pie and doing what makes sense for you going at your own pace. Some of you are hungrier and have more energy and time than others. That's fine. You can go crazy. The, there is no ceilings, right? There is no roofs. We blew the roof off this baby. And so go after it. Go after your dreams today and this weekend. And let's end this month strong. We're at June 23rd today, an opportunity to end the month strong and then have the best second half of any year that you've had in your entire life. You have that opportunity right here, a, a season of growth, a season of transformation, a season of um, increasing your your value and bringing in more money, right? Because money fuels and funds our dreams. That's what creates freedom. That's how our world works. I didn't make the rules. I'm just trying to figure out how to beat the game, right? Because I don't want to lose the game. Who who wants to lose the game? That's why most of us ended up here is because we felt like we did not have, um, you know, we felt like we wanted more, right? We felt like the odds were stacked against us. Uh, so take advantage of 2023, where we're at right now. The playing field is leveled, even though it may feel like it's a mountain. It's probably just a molehill, my friend, and you need to not quit before the miracle happens. What is the miracle? Is it a million dollars? No. 
It might be the result that you get later on this afternoon because you decided to take some action and not quit. You know what I mean? You got to stack those miracles too, right? Because sometimes it'll be one lead, one commission, one a connection, a few likes, a video that goes viral, you know, a video that you just post for the first time. That's a miracle for most of us. All right. So go out and create some miracles. Don't wait for a burning bush, right? Create the miracles yourself. Uh, and you'll be amazed by how actually powerful that you really are. Last thing, you have everything inside of you that you already need. We're just here to help you discover it. We're not here to add or complete you. You don't need a guru. You don't need um, somebody in your life to come and save you. And nobody's coming to save you anyways, me either. And so you have everything that you need already inside of you. And our job is to hopefully help you discover that and put that energy and that potential of yours into play. All right. Can't make anything happen sitting on the sidelines. So get in the game. Be legendary. Have a great Friday and a great weekend. And we'll see you all back here on Monday for another episode of Wake Up Legendary. Get out of here.